Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jennifer Uziel, founder and spiritual director of Soul Language and Soul to Business. And this is Ask and Answer by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey, and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today I'm talking with Erin Ogden, and we're talking about understanding who you are to succeed in business. And let me tell you a little bit about Erin. She's a trademark and copyright nerd who loves helping businesses grow, whether helping clients directly or working with other attorneys to help their clients. She helps identify, protect, and monetize intellectual property while looking at the business holistically. Erin helps clients strategically create and grow and when needed, merge, acquire, or be acquired. Erin is also is always in high demand to assist clients to talk shop about their businesses. She enjoys helping companies to identify and protect their intellectual property with trademarks, copyrights, and trade secrets for her clients. If necessary, Erin is also help, also helps figure out options available when it comes to disputes start, starting with cease and desist letters all the way up to preparing for litigation. Erin is also a bit of a nerd when it comes to contact drafting to fit the firm's goals to help things as simple as possible, but no sim- but no simpler. Thanks, Einstein. In addition, Erin will happily help, happily help businesses with their websites, terms and agreement conditions and policies. She often works with companies to license their intellectual property and technology. She creates negotiations and advises on software licenses, both for software companies for the software company and the companies needing the software. She has helped startup companies create their first licenses, revamped existing licensing protocols, and help established companies take their first steps into licensing. Finally, Aaron works with companies to buy and sell businesses through asset purchases, stock purchases, membership purposes, and merges. Drop her line or comment on her social media. We'll nerd out together. Welcome, Aaron. But thank you so much for having me. I think the shorter bio is usually strategic planning nerd plus <laughs> trademark geek means I'm the most excited person you will ever get to talk about uh, intellectual property on your podcast. I love that. So let's talk about understanding who you are to succeed yeah. in business. So where do you think that people fall down in understanding who they are? Uh, that They don't take the time to really pinpoint it. They have these vague ideas. Oh, I'm here to help. I want to uh, be the best or I want to be um, well known. And they have these kind of vague stories or these kind of puffery things. And it doesn't say who they are and what they want to be to for themselves and for their customers. And so just being very clear about who you are and who you are not. I think that's a big part where people fall down is they're so scared to say, I'm not this because they're scared they're going to lose a client that uh, they realize sometimes you need to lose that client. Yeah. And I think that's really important. I think often people take on clients who 
aren't in their best interest or feel the greatest, but they're doing it for the money or they're doing it to be of service or they're not very clear. And it always ends up in disasters. If you guys have done peanut working for peanuts, how to choose mm-hmm. your clients and, and not energetically go broke. I talk about this with the character Lucy from the peanuts and how Lucy always pulls the football. So watch if you're not taking on Lucy's everyone. So, okay. So how do we begin to understand ourselves and then how do we declare it in everything we do? So we receive those clients that are really good for us and are creating great agreements. Right. So the first thing to do is actually take the time and ask yourself the really hard questions. So many times business owners are so busy doing the business that they forget to take the time and the space and think about why they're doing it for business owners and even the employees, why they're doing it and what they're trying to achieve. So taking the time in the space to actually think and don't be easy on yourself. Ask yourself, what is the, these important questions? Like what you asked, what, you know, what is your share soul shared on your jersey? You know, ask those questions of yourself and don't take stuff from anyone, including yourself. So what has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? Uh, so one is trust myself. Uh, there's always going to be naysayers. So you at some point just have to trust yourself Two, that, uh, for attorneys, you don't have to be super formal. I always joke that, you know, you don't have to be in a suit all the time and always say, you know, Miss Ruzio, you can say dude <laughs> and be in a comfy sweater on a cold day and you still will get clients if that's you. Now, there are some people that would make really uncomfortable. And so they shouldn't try and don't squeeze yourself into a box that isn't because there are clients out there that are looking for the attorney that say it says dude. And there are clients out there that are don't want that attorney. I don't want those clients. They don't want me. Besides asking the hard questions, Mm -hmm. where do you think people often kind of try to fit into a box that's not theirs? And why do you think they do it? Sure. Uh, So a lot of times it starts out with the shoulds of the world. This is what you should be if you are an attorney. This is what you should be if you are a car salesman. This is what you should. And you... um, often come into your job with those ideas. You know, law school came up with a lot of ideas of what I'm supposed to do uh, before you went into law school. Uh, You were told what lawyers were supposed to be. Um, And then as a young employee, your first job is telling you a lot of stuff. Um, And so the shoulds often can... um, let you buy into them. Uh, and sometimes they're good, you know, how to be a professional, how to be a service related thing can be good, but it can also be wrong if it's not your fit. I have lots of friends that their first job was not a good job for them. You often talk about touchstones. Can you tell us a little bit about what that means and how do we use them? Sure. So I use touchstones as kind of that guidepost that you filter 
everything else through, whenever you come up to a decision, you go back to that touchstone. Does this, does this fit what I want to be? Now, some businesses or people call these the mission, vision, values. Some have decision matrix. Some have other, um, I have one person that has like a 15 point guideline. This is their kind of bylaws, if you will. Um, I played rugby a lot. They have 15 laws. Those are the rules, right? Whatever that is for you, that whenever you have a decision, you can come back to that thing and say, does this fit? And I like touchstone because I don't know. I, I like the word. I, I like the idea of the tangibleness, you know, with, so if you're, um, if you, I have a worry stone that I had as a kid, if you're holding on to that, right, it reminds you to take space and time and think about it. And so it's that intangible yet could be a tangible thing to bring you back to base. Does this make sense for me? I love that. And for those that know your soul languages, you can look under the definitions and the words for uh, your different soul languages. And those can be touchstones for me. I'm going to always going to be bringing back people to connection for myself. Like, does this help me connect? Does this reinforce that I'm enough? Does that, I call those the rules of Jen, right? So, you know, right. Does it fall into the rule of Jen? And if it doesn't fall into the rule of Jen, I don't try to make it fit the rule of Jen. I politely thank it everyone and release that. And also when you do that, you're actually welcoming more into the universe. You're actually fine lining your manifestation process. And that allows the universe to bring you more or God universe to whatever you want to exactly. call that. And if, you, right. and if you don't have your rules of Jen, how do you know when it's in or out? Right. Right. If, if you don't, if you haven't taken the time and maybe that's one thing, maybe that's three things, maybe that's 15, whatever it is for you, to be able to have a clear, is it in or is it out? And there's always going to be gray area, right? There's always going to be the tough calls. But if you, if there's never a no, then you don't really have rules. You have smush. <laughs> I love that. You don't have rules. You have smush. I want a t-shirt that says that. So Erin, uh, what big questions have you been asking yourself lately? Yeah, uh, a lot. Um, one is... Do some of the things I thought I knew actually, is it, has my actions been proving that out? Right. Um, so do I, so I'm a big test and measure person, you know, so if I have a hypothesis, have I actually gone back to see, am I, is that true? Have my actions borne that out? And if my, and what have my actions done to, See if I'm at the goal where I thought I was. So for example, we had some new employees come in and I thought we had a pretty good training program, but they're not where we wanted them to be at this point. And so I could easily say, well, it's them. They're, they're not learning. They're not, they're not doing it right. It's, it's all on them. But then I took a time step back and I'm like, okay, these two people aren't dumb. They are trying hard. In fact, we had some other issues where we had other people kind of saying that they're a little frustrated with some stuff. And if I actually look at it, you know what, my, this isn't what I thought was true about, I have good training. No, what I have is a lot of written materials that I'm telling them is enough. And it isn't. I said, I used an example of 
I was trying to get people to open water swim by giving them a pamphlet on how to swim. Sure. Read all about it. Yeah. It's all there. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you can't swim in the ocean? I, I gave you the entire pamphlet. It's got pictures and everything. Well, we all know that there needs to be more. Love it. How do people get in touch with you? How do they get more of your goodness? Ah, sure. So, uh, one of the easiest ways is our website, OG as in good, S as in Sam, dot law. We, if you go to OGS.law slash interact, you have our blog, which we always write a bunch of stuff like this. We call it in latte length. So you should be able to order your latte, read our blog post and have them call your name. Shouldn't take any longer than that. Um, so that's where I would say first, otherwise you'll find me on LinkedIn. Uh, you'll see us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, all of those. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for playing with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. I'm Jennifer Rizzio. The Ask and Answered by Soul podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about the answers of your soul, you can secure your free empath tool in the link below in the show notes. All right, everyone. Bye for now. Electric acid. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, and the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid.